We are adding the luxury into your Walt Disney World vacation, coming up on Episode 7 of The Tea at the D. Welcome back to The Tea at the D. I'm Tammy. I'm Anna. And I'm Alex. And today we are talking about luxury and Disney World. But before we get into all of that, let's spill the tea, ladies. Let's Let's get into it. I actually, I've been out of town, so (laughs) I'm kind of, I'm kind of behind in the tea of Disney World. Um, I guess two ticket offerings have come out for summer, the magic tickets. Yes, we have, um... Two ticket offers, one for Florida uh, residents and one for everyone else, (laughs) the rest of the world. Those who are not lucky (laughs) enough to live in Florida. Those who don't live in Florida. The Florida one's kind of crazy. So they're both, I believe, four-day deals, except I think there is a separate three-day option for Florida residents. Essentially, it's a four-day ticket that has to be used within seven days after you use your first one. It runs from June to September, I believe. Yeah, it says June 1st through September 29th. That's a really long time. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, <laughs> it's a nice stretch of time. Um, but you do have to use... So once you use the first day, you have to use up the rest of your days within seven days from then but there are some perks to it one they're mega cheap and two you don't have to make park reservations for them oh but that's cool they're um so for pricing it's do you have the pricing Tammy? yes yeah Probably. it's pulled up so the florida summer magic 58. ticket which goes on sale on May 16th is the four day ticket is $58 per day. So it's a total of $229 for the four days for the three day ticket. It's $70 per day with a total of 209. So for $20 more, you can get mm-hmm. a whole Might extra well day. Yeah. yeah. And then for all the rest of the world. Uh, it's the four park magic ticket goes on sale on May 23rd and it's four day, four park magic ticket at $99 per day. And that's a 396 total, but it's, yeah, those are like 2010 prices. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember the last time. Someone wrote back prices Disney World mm-hmm. for four days at $396. But yeah. there are some stipulations. Big, big stipulations. Yeah. So for all tickets, they have to, they you can't upgrade them. So you can't tack on extra days. Um, you can't upgrade to a park hopper. And then they are a single entry per day ticket. So once you're in the parks, you you're stuck have to there. stay there. You're you're in 
Park Jail. <laughs> Woof. That's yeah. That can so make for no long days. Can, yeah. So you have to kind of commit to, and some people love doing that. So I I know some people will show up first thing in the morning and they go until they get thrown out at the same park all day long, no breaks, no nothing. Clearly, they don't have very tiny children. I was going to say, clearly (laughs) don't have toddlers. (laughs) They do not fall under those who do Disney World like we're about to talk about. (laughs) They probably take a nap on like a Main Street bench or something. In the hub grass. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do it. But there are some people who are like, no, I'm going to do one park a day and I'm going to power through all of it and I'm going to get it all done. And I'm going to see all the things, you know, that's your jam. This is an awesome deal. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's the to me, that's the biggest downside. Like I can probably work with a ticket that's not a park hopper, Um, especially with kids. I was going to say with toddlers, park hopping is kind of. I don't do it. We rarely do it. I love Mm -hmm. it. If you're really close to Epcot, I could totally see ending in Epcot each day. Totally. Or maybe hopping over for the fireworks with Happily Ever After. But it's it's rough. Yeah. But I usually... streets. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, sure you we say. like breaking up the day regardless. <laughs> Even if we're gonna, you know, end the day in the same park we started at, we want to break it up. Especially in Florida. <laughs> I do like how you said they have seven days, though. Yeah, you have That's... seven days, so you can have a, a break in between. Mm-hmm. Those rest days, those Disney yeah. Spring days. Yeah. So, so if you're if that's your jam, get you a magic ticket. Yeah, get you a magic ticket. You the other like downside of it is you can't tack it onto a package, so you have to book things separately from your hotel. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. That does mean that you can't just put a two hundred dollar deposit down. Mm -hmm. That you You will have to pay one night's um, stay at your hotel, and then you have to pay your park tickets up front. Both Which are, is a downside for some people, for sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. And you, you're committing to it. You know, there's no, yeah. you know. There's no going back. Those no tickets are back. non-refundable, non-transferable. So if you have commitment issues, this is not the ticket for you. It's totally. not the ticket for you. <laughs> Which I do. I was going to say, so do I, honestly. That's a story yeah. for another day. I feel like we should unpack that another time. Not on the pod. <laughs> totally. We'll spill we'll spill that tea on another day. We'll spill I'll need a glass of wine to spill that tea. <laughs> Can't do that right now. Anna will no. wait until you can. Okay. <laughs> yes. Totally. Stay tuned. Things are about to get more fun. Um and then starting May 17th. The Disneyland Park is changing their way of Park Pass reservations. You are going to be able to modify your Park Pass reservations. Oh oh my gosh. What day is today? So you can get it on Disneyland time. (laughs) And yeah, which is two hours ahead of me. So I'm a little loopy right now. Um, (laughs) 
behind you. Tomorrow, <laughs> you can start modifying your Disneyland tickets, uh, or excuse me, your park passes <laughs> to uh, without having to cancel your original park pass reservation. So you just modify it. So you're not risking losing the time that you want by letting go of your first one. The you only can do thing- it up until like the same day, right? Yeah. Up until the same day, as long as there's availability, if there's no availability, they can't promise anything. Well, but and we'll- it'll show up like you can view it for, you know, before you actually do it. Absolutely. The only thing we were talking about with this earlier is that this tells me that they're not planning on taking park pass reservations away from Disneyland like they are Disney World. Disney World doesn't plan on doing it until January. So maybe Disneyland is just implementing this for now and then seeing how it goes on the East Coast. Maybe it'll also get the boo, you know, shortly after. Yeah. Around the same time. That's true. Disneyland does a few things a little bit later than Disney World. For being the OGs, they sure like to lag behind a lot. They just test the waters. They watch (laughs) Orlando make all the mistakes. (laughs) Watch them fail. (laughs) So that they know what to change and what not to change to look better. And don't do that. Right. (laughs) I do that in life too. I understand. (laughs) Let someone else... Learn from uh, learn from someone else's mistakes. It's a great way to live. <laughs> <laughs> totally. But I think that's it. Is there? Do you guys have anything else to add? Not nothing official. I'm sure I could blast you with some <laughs> some side tea. <laughs> some side tea. I got lots of that. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, you got anything? I don't today. It's rare that I have nothing to say. And right now, I got nothing. Rare for any of us. Yeah, and that's why we're all sitting right here. Because we always have something. I know someone who has a lot to say. Tammy. Speaking of Disneyland, Tammy. So Tammy took over our uh, podcast Instagram. So if you were following along, you got to see a lot of her Disneyland trip. Um, You might already know all the details. You might know a lot of details. I tried not to bother you while you were on vacation, but I had a lot of questions. <laughs> so you guys uh, know I would have answered your text message. I know you would have, but I was like, no, she's on her Mother's Day family vacation. Leave her the heck alone. <laughs> no, I was but... also like comatose all weekend. It's fine. <laughs> yes, yeah, I know. It's been quite a week for all of us. Yeah. So. You're getting us in rare and fresh form today. <laughs> That's a good point, Anna. It's literally only Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are not well. But I want to know a few things. Okay. So, um, first of all, did you eat anything different this time around that you normally don't? Yes. We actually... What did so you eat? I that was say- good. <laughs> it's worth sharing. <laughs> That I was going to say that's a whole nother topic, but we <laughs> actually went into this trip. Well, I should say I actually went into this trip trying to try new things yeah. um, because I was there last year in January and I was able to do a lot of really cool things and try 
or a lot of really awesome foods. And so I, I went into this trip saying, you know what, I'm going to try other things, even though I know what I love. So yes, I tried new things. I tried, um, well, I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to start with the one star, two stars. I think I gave it two stars. Um, I tried Flo's cafe in radiator Springs. I tried uh, the fried chicken. Um, a lot of people love it. It's got a whole cult following super weird because I I love fried chicken though. I mean, yes. Okay. I will say it's hard to mess up fried chicken. I don't really, uh, it's, it's fine unless you over fry it, but that's true. I will say the breading was good in the way that it was not too thick. The okay. seasoning was just not there. Like, okay. At all. They missed, they missed that. Um, and we were not huge fans of the gravy that they serve with it. And then it comes with, uh, steamed vegetables and mashed potatoes. And they were just, they were just okay. And then the rest of everything we ordered, we got mac and cheese for Ellie. We got chicken tenders. We got a hamburger and it was all just, it tasted like theme park food. Yeah. I have a question though. Yeah. Have you had Olivia's at Old Key West? I have not. I've heard it's really good. I was going to say, compare it for me. I was going to say Plaza Inn because that's also in within Disneyland. And that was like how I heard about flows was people saying everyone raves about the Plaza Inn's chicken. That's like their thing. It's and got nothing like, on no, Plaza no, no. Inn. Oh, have you had the Plaza Inn one? Uh-huh. It's got nothing on Plaza Inn. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Good to in know. In my opinion. Okay. So take that with a grain of salt. but. Um, what else did we try? I tried, <laughs> this sounds silly. I tried a couple new churro carts. Oh my um, God. I was going to ask you about buzzes because uh, I always see that cart and I never like think to get a churro from there. Cause I'm a Willie's girl. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we did get a Willie's. We have to go to Willie's, right? Yeah. We did get what a did Willie's. What did they have this time? Like okay. for their specialty we one. We did not get the specialty one because y'all... <laughs> They, did they have the fluffer netter? No. Oh no, that one's usually like in the fall, I think. Yeah. No, so I was really on it. I was really hoping for that fluffer nutter. Yeah. But no nutters. spicy chili cheese. Oh mm, no. Ew. No, yes. thank you. It literally says churro dusted with crushed spicy cheese chips and chili lime sugar dressed with nacho cheese sauce and crushed spicy cheese chips. Here's the thing. If no. if that is your jam, if you like the No, listen, spicy I am Mexican. Savory, I love spicy and that does not sound appetizing. No, I did not. I that cannot. Is, that does not belong yeah. on a churro. So we just got a regular one. <laughs> we went with the good old cinnamon sugar. Did you go to the little cart over by um, the Grizzly Grizzly Peak? Peak. No, we what didn't make it over there. So I couldn't oh, tell you what the specialty okay. is. Um, they always have a good one. They do. Yeah. I didn't get but there. But send your buzzes. Tell me about that. If you, if you are going to only order cinnamon sugar. I am standing firm in the fact (laughs) that they have the best cinnamon sugar 
churro. Now they put a green and purple glitter sugar, edible glitter in it. Um, fun, which is fun. It doesn't taste any different than a normal one, but the actual churro both times I've had it is phenomenal. We always giggle when we walk past that one and we never order one from there. Yeah. Yeah. No, you have to. It's the best in my opinion. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. My other question I had for you was you. So I remember when we, the three of us were at Disney world earlier this year. Yeah. You got a mag, a magic band plus, right? Yes. Did you use it at Disneyland? I did. Tell uh, me about that experience because I had clients who were like, why, what, why doesn't this why? thing do more? <laughs> yes. So here's, I put this on my, on my personal account or my personal business account. Um, and I forgot to put it on the T at the D account, but I love that I can now wear a magic band in Disneyland. I just don't, I don't love pulling out my phone. I get people have no problems with it. Um, I, oh, I get booted out of the app all the time. All the time. Yes. Or you have to restart it. Yes. I'm not the, I'm not the biggest fan of using my app, but I did it the first time I went this time. I, we had our magic bands. We were able to link it and sync it. No problem. Um, and I love that I was able to use that to get into the parks and to get, you know, get our lightning lanes and all the things that you use a magic band for the plus we were not sold on. Now I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think it's bad. Um, there was one time where we were, we were entering, Oh, um, the Spider-Man, the web slingers and our, our bracelets started buzzing. The haptic went off and they started swirling red and then swirling blue. And Kyle looked at me and he goes, why is my magic band lighting up? Why does it keep buzzing? And I was like, oh, I, I literally forgot to tell you the difference between magic band and magic band. And here he is wearing this, trying to figure out what the haptic buzzing is and all of that. Um, it's cool. I could see how it's really nice for kids because it does keep you entertained during World of Color One and Wondrous oh, Journeys. Yeah. It goes off. It changes colors. There's times where there's like five colors on it at once. Is it necessary? No, it's no. really not. I liked having a magic band. That's what I would. Yeah. I well, wish it was not as expensive. Is it's it's a bummer because. So at Disney World, you have both. Right. Like mine still, my regular magic band still worked and it worked for all the things that I needed it to work for my, you know, my room key, my entry into the parks, my entry into my, you know, lightning lanes and like all the things like I don't need bells and whistles, but at Disneyland, you don't have that option of doing the plain one. You have to get the magic band plus or you don't have a magic band or you don't have it. So I think magic band is not an option. No, I really (laughs) think they do make it so much easier. 
people should do it if they can't live their lives without a magic band. It sucks <laughs> that it's more expensive. So dramatic. Than- <laughs> I know, right? You can't live your life without a magic band. <laughs> if that is your favorite part about Disney World, yeah. which it is for some people, then do it. Right. But is it for the haptic buzzing and the the light? If you're that? if you're only going to Disneyland once or Disney World for that matter, if you're only going once and Pass. you don't plan on going in the next like, you know, couple of years, you can skip it. Yeah, totally. love a new one out to. probably by then. Yeah, if you don't, and your whole party, your whole party doesn't have to have it. You can just have like your, you know, like if the little kids want it, you know, just the children, the little ones that yeah. care, keep them entertained. Home. Plus, we yeah. didn't play the games with it in Galaxy's Edge. We didn't play the yeah. games with it. Yeah. Um, and that if that is something that your kids love to do is explore the lands and and play all those games, then totally. Um, yeah. But for the adults, I don't think it's yeah. necessary. But and I do need having the magic band. In Disneyland, if you stay at a Disney resort, I don't think you can use it as your um, key yet. They haven't ruled that in out. Disneyland. So yeah, that's kinda... I will say a plus is that you can pay the money. Just pay the upfront. whatever it is. And you can use it at both parks. So Mm -hmm. if you have plans to go to both both in the next couple of years, absolutely pay for it once and then use it multiple times. And you only can. Yeah, Yeah. that's cool. Uh, We did not have to charge ours while we were there. We only went into the parks two days. And so we did not have to charge it. They're oh, saying that's good to know. Uh huh. It does come with a charger, which is new for the Magic Band. Um, but I think you're just charging those the lights and the haptic buzzing. Um, mm, okay. But you don't have to if you're only going for a couple of days. No worries. If you're going for three or more into the parks, I would definitely charge it after day yeah. two. Um, my other question for you was. Did you do, I know you did World of Color 1 this time. I did. Don't see that. Did you watch it last year when it was still just World of Color? No, because they hadn't it. brought it back okay. yet. Oh, they hadn't. Okay. I was going to ask you to compare it because I've only seen World of Color. Yeah. No. Okay. I will say that um, I loved the Star Wars section. That's cool. And I heard it was new. I loved the oh, Avengers. Yeah, the other one was outdated for sure. I loved the Avengers section. That's the the part I put on the Instagram. And I loved the parts with Walt talking. I got all teary-eyed. But the yeah, rest yeah. of it was kind of hard to find follow and I felt like as much as I love a lot of the new movies that they were just trying to promote the newest movies mm, okay does that make sense so like they it went was all from very being, recent yeah they probably did like a complete overhaul on it then because I felt like the last the last one the plain world of color show it just felt outdated to me I, I fe- felt like they didn't really put any effort into, you know, adding some of the newer stuff. And this sounds like 
They went the complete opposite. They went the complete all opposite. brand new. It was um, the newer Pixar. Uh, they did um, Soul, which I love Soul, but they did. I can't think of them all right right in this moment. But it's a lot of the new stuff. I did hear that they. I don't know if this started already. I didn't actually pay attention to dates, but I heard they are now running the Incredicoaster during the show. They were but not going to be. Yeah, they might be. Yeah. There was a sign at the entrance to Incredicoaster because we actually wrote it kind of late in the day um, mm-hmm. that said that it was closing because of World of Color World One. Of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. would be closing early due to the show. Yeah. Yeah. What? Where did you watch it from? I watched it from the bridge. So, so you still had a good view of the like the images. Oh like yeah. View of the images and everything. Yes. Yeah. There's a lot of really good places to view it. And then they have that reserved viewing section area. Um, yeah. Other than that, anything else you want to share? I have a question. Yeah. How this magic happens. Oh, Alex, you uh, would no, not surprised. Absolutely surprised. unreal. You would love it. Actually, we got super weirdly lucky. Um, We got into the park a little bit late. Of course, me, I'm so weirdly OCD about timing. And I was tapping my watch to Kyle and Ellie to get back to the park in time for the parade. Um, But we walked in 20 minutes before it started and we got front row right in the circle before you go down main street um oh my gosh yeah we sat down we sat down right next to the nicest family who had a little girl the same age as ellie i saw them dancing together on the stories yeah it was so cute yes yes we finally found a child in that park that has energy that matches my daughters (laughs) um all the other kids were like so cute uh who is this weird dancing child but we love it um we love a little dancer Exactly. (laughs) Um, But I have never heard her scream so loud in my life. I mean, she just was yelling for every single one of those characters. And by the end, I will tell you, by the end of the parade, her favorites were Tiana and Naveen because those two shook their booties to that Magic Happens song. I mean, they were so into it. It was really Really impressive. Catchy. But then we mobile ordered Jolly Holiday for, you know, I have to get my grilled cheese sandwich <laughs> and tomato soup. Yes. Um, and we found a table and I wasn't even really, we had already seen the parade at the 3.30. And here we are, 6.25 and someone gets up at a table with four seats and we sat down and we saw it all again watched it again yes and now we were kind of off because they don't come down right in front of jolly holiday they go back to the right of sleeping beauty castle but we could still see the dancing and all of that so yeah that was cool so good yeah you would have been what do you like better what do i like better yeah festival fantasy or magic happens oh magic happens bar none see that song is just it is everything it's unmatched it's everything like it's, it's better than everything. it's a festival of like come on come on I, I could listen to magic happens 
all in the my time. car yes. all the time. It's yes. catchy. It, <laughs> yes. it just hits and it hits better than the festival. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It really does. But I will say. I don't know. I like your version of it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to record this and keep it to listen to whenever I need a good laugh. Yeah. It's going to be our Um, new intro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I will say, though, that Wondrous Journeys, the song, we got into it. I mean, it's still not happily ever after, but we were jamming to Wondrous Journeys. I need to go back so bad. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was, I mean, and the projections down Main Street for Wondrous Journeys were so impressive that you, here, here is your biggest tip. Ready? Don't go to the front of Sleeping Beauty Castle mm-hmm. for Wondrous Don't miss Journeys. All of that. The yeah. projections down Main Street are everything so this cast member came right up to us and he was like are y'all gonna watch the parade here and of course our parade the fireworks here and of course uh we weren't in front of the castle at all we were kind of where we thought ellie would still be able to have fun um but he goes head down main street he said stand directly in the middle of the street and we were like okay so we walked down there oh he was so right the projections are life. Yeah. So getting into our main topic, what inspired me for this episode is in talking with friends and family preparing for our trip to Disneyland. I had a lot of questions about the fact that we go often, which happens all the time. I'm sure you guys get that too comments about how often we go to Disney or a Disney park or yes, it's like a thing. Um, But on top of that, the details that came out in those said conversations were, don't I get tired of theme park food? Don't I get tired of the cheesiness of animated movies and Mickey plastered all over the place? No. I absolutely do not ever, (laughs) will not ever. But I honestly think, and this is why I wanted this to be the topic today. I honestly think that these are people who don't understand, who still don't understand. And these are friends and family of mine. And I don't know if they'll, hopefully they're listening, but I don't know if they'll ever truly understand until they visit. But I wanted to do an episode topic about how luxury Disney World can be. Here the three of us are in the last six episodes that we've done so far talking about all of these elevated experiences and that and how much we love how luxurious Disney World feels to us. And I get it. You when you take kids, vacations aren't always vacations. I a hundred percent agree with that, and True. I get it. But Disney World is so much more elevated than I think anyone can realize. So I wanted to condense all Absolutely. that information. Yes, I wanted to condense all that information, show these people just how wonderful and elevated our our second homes can be. I've never stayed, honestly, anywhere nicer than the Riviera. 
right? Tell me the people who are, it's so cheesy and corny and there's Mickey everywhere. Go set foot in the Riviera and then tell me how you feel. Yes. And here, yeah, I think that that can be your experience if that's what you want it to be. I love a good stay at Pop Century. We you, love Mickey. Yes. You have said you love a good stay at All Star. Um, and those are, there's way more Disney IP at those resorts. So if you want all things Mickey all the time, yes, that's where you stay. But if you want luxury, if you want that true honeymoon feel, if you want that elevated girls trip, then here's how we would plan it. For sure. There's so many ways to make Disney luxurious. Yes. Okay. For your most luxurious trip to Disney World, where are you staying and for how long? The Riviera, and I literally live there now. So, how long are you staying for? Forever. A week. <laughs> Fine. I'll stay a week. Four so, days. So, seven days? Two days. It's like, honestly, it's worth it if you even are there for one night, like for yeah. the vibes alone. If yeah. You have. If your budget only allows you to stay at Riviera one night and the rest at like an all-star, still do it. Because yeah. let me tell you, it's worth it. I mean, there's just no the word for it. Immaculate. Yes, those vibes. Immaculate. If you want to be surrounded by like freaking marble and brass and all the modern feels and make you feel like you're in like a mansion for five seconds. Absolutely. Stay on the Riviera. Okay, I'm going to throw a little hook in. You ready, Anna? Where are you staying and for how long? And it can't be the Riviera. I am going to throw a curveball here. And I am not going to stay at a Disney hotel. Oh, I love it. Oh, I totally. Four Seasons Orlando. Oh, I knew where this was going. As soon as you said not a Disney World Resort. Yeah. Six glorious nights at the Four Seasons Orlando. Oh, my God. Like, I literally drool when I I follow them on Instagram. They could love everything. Every their parking lot. Yeah. (laughs) Their parking lot. (laughs) Their spa. Yes. The landscaping. Anna, how long are you staying? I am staying six nights. Six nights. Okay. Six so nights. Alex is at seven nights at the Riviera. Anna is at six nights at the Four Seasons. Oh, that sounds so good. Um, you guys are going to say, yeah, yeah, we know. But I'm staying six nights at the Grand Floridian. The Grand Floridian. We the know, Tammy. I know it's my favorite, but I think it's my favorite because it is luxury. It just exudes that vibe of it's the, the moment most iconic. You walk in. I mean, the cast members, and this is most deluxe resorts, but the cast members dress up in their vintage English best. It's just, it smells so good. I love it so much. So yes, I'm staying six nights at the Grand Floridian. 
Alex, how are you structuring your seven nights at Riviera? So park days versus any other days, or are you doing the park days seven days straight? I'm absolutely not doing park seven days straight. Absolutely. If I'm trying to get like the luxurious feel I'm doing, since I'm there seven days, I'm going to do all four parks, but I'm going to do a resort day in between. Each day? Yeah. Does that add I up feel to like, seven? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that math. I'm math sure is mathing a little bit. I'm not sure. I don't Regardless, know. Regardless, it sounds heavenly. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because you need the rest days to enjoy the luxury of your resort. Anna, how are you structuring your six days at the Four Seasons? Okay. So for my first day, I'm obviously just getting there, getting settled in. My first official day, I'm going to... I mean, you said luxurious. Yes. So I luxury. I am dumping all of the things into this trip, right? Yes. Okay. So I am breaking my piggy bank and I am going to do a VIP tour on my first day. Yes, girl. Yes. So that day, and I struggle with this one because I just don't think I want to waste an entire VIP tour day doing all of the parks because I don't think it's necessary. So I am splitting my VIP day between um, Hollywood Studios and Magic Kingdom. Smart. Because, I mean, Magic Kingdom and a VIP tour is just all the vibes, first of all. And Hollywood Studios, gosh, it's just so hard to get on anything. Yes. Like Genie. Genie Plus is a little bit of help, but those passes sell out so fast. So um, that's where we're going. And then we're doing another park day the next day at Animal Kingdom in the morning with a pool break and then Epcot in the evening. And then our fourth official day there, so our third active day is going to be spent at the resort. That resort, first of all, I'm not going to spend a freaking boatload of money and not enjoy the resort. Totally. So I'm dedicating an entire day to it. We're going to take the kids to Ravello in the morning because it's probably going to be a Thursday or Saturday when we go. Yes. Because they, (laughs) you can only do a character breakfast on Thursdays and Saturdays. Right. So um, smart. They actually have so side note, if that is one of the character breakfasts you ever want to do, they do add in some Tuesdays in May, July, November, and December left over this year. And they all kind of revolve around those holidays, probably their busier times where they sell out a lot of their Thursdays and Saturdays. Oh, that's nice. That's what I'm that's what I'm assuming. Yeah. Um, because it's not every Tuesday in those months. So if you're traveling during the holidays, they got a little bit of extra wiggle room. Check your schedule. Check your schedule. But yeah, we're doing that in the morning. And then you better believe I'm gonna be going to hit up their freaking spa that day. Yeah. And then have you guys seen the wool area at freaking four seasons? 
So I'm definitely. I want to go just for that. Yeah, that pool is enormous. They have a, they have a lazy river. They have a splash area. They have an adult only pool. It's catch me in the lazy river with a monarch <laughs> all day give me, long. Give me a drink and let me float with a monarch. <laughs> just catch me floating. <laughs> we should put that on a t-shirt. Give me a drink and let me float. Let me float <laughs> in away. the lazy river. Yeah. Far, far away. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna laze all day. <laughs> um, and then at night, I'm gonna go to um their Spanish steakhouse. Duh. Um, mm. they have a Michelin starred Spanish steakhouse called Cuba. Which I think is so underrated. People don't know this. They think Michelin star and they think Victorian Alberts, right? Which we'll get to that. But look at Four Seasons. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, oh, is that the one that just got there like second year? Yes. I mean, a little Italian in the morning and a little Spanish in the evening. You're living your best know, Riviera life. Yeah, I'm over here looking at the at the food. Where am I gonna Where am I gonna eat? But yeah, that's what I'm doing on that day, and then the next two days, you know, go to the parks, leisurely go to the parks, take breaks in the middle of the day. You know, we already did a VIP tour, so I'm not missing out on a ton. I've already done what I really, really, really want to do ride wise. Right. So you can just take it easy, you know? Yeah. And then going back to the hotel is never terrible. No. <laughs> I'm a fan of going back to the hotel, especially in Florida. Me too. And um, one great thing about the Four Seasons is they have fabulous transportation. I mean, you can't, you know, use Disney transportation to get you back there, but they, they- have a great transportation system. Air-conditioned charter buses with it's a bathroom. Like, yeah. It's private a option. private. Yeah. They have a private option. That's so worth it. Um, yeah. That's, yeah. That's how I'm splitting my days. So I would do something similar to, well, actually, a little bit of what both of you said. I would travel the first day and not do much of anything then or Disney Springs. I'm a huge fan of going to downtown Disney or Disney Springs on my first day. Same. Yes. It's just a fun, low-key way to kick off your trip. Yeah. Agreed. You can make a reservation, but you also could just not and see where the night takes you. And it would be... go because I want Gideon's. (laughs) Number one reason to go to Disney Springs. I love to go to... World of Disney. Same. Kickoff shopping. World of Disney. But the next day, I too would start with a VIP tour. And I did put all four parks just because I need it for Magic Kingdom. Just like you said, Anna, I need it to hear the tour guides' uh, stories of the history and all the things. And and just to get on all the nostalgic rides. Uh, but I'm going to need it for Hollywood Studios, Epcot. And one would question why you would need it for Animal Kingdom. 
but it's because depending upon how we structure our day, I need to ride Flight of Passage. It is not a Disney World trip unless I get on Flight of Passage. And that line can get crazy long. So I'm going to need it to do that and Kilimanjaro Safari and Everest, Expedition Everest. And so I'm I'm going to try to do all four parks with my VIP tour on the first day. But then it makes it easy, like you said, to take the rest of your trip a little slower. So the next day I would do a half day in a park like Epcot or Animal Kingdom uh, and then spend the rest of the day at the pool, maybe hit up a resort dining, which we know can be some of the best, uh, which we'll talk about here in a second. Then I'm taking a, a another half day and then another full day. And I think that final full day is when we're doing Magic Kingdom and ending with Happily Ever After. Because in my opinion, there's just no way to end a Disney trip like Happily Ever After and Fireworks. And then we're trying to agree on that. equals Happily Ever After. Yeah. And I would, I would go back and forth with whether or not I needed to see it twice. Honestly. Yeah. So. No. Probably yes. <laughs> probably Once on your <laughs> on your VIP day where they can get you a spot on the hub grass. Yes. Reserve. And then another time for, you know, for funsies. Completely. Okay, what are two or three of the most important dining reservations that you need on your luxury Disney World trip? Alex. Okay. Boma breakfast. Okay. A must. Topolino's breakfast. Breakfast. Okay. Must. Topolino's dinner. <laughs> must. Might as well. You're staying at the Riviera. <laughs> Those are my three. Anna, what are your three most important dining reservations? And I, I will say... Let's do different than the ones at the fourth season. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, I'm probably gonna crash Alex's breakfast and her dinner at Topolino's <laughs> because they are both phenomenal. I'm yeah. You have to. And don't come at me with your it's nice. No, it's not. It is you not overpriced. It is worth it. It is not. It is so worth it, especially that darn breakfast with that darn mini. I got to yeah. watch Tammy cry. <laughs> <laughs> it was worth every freaking penny. Hot. I did cry. <laughs> you did it was cry. emotional. So emotional. That's so um, adult of me. But also those <laughs> sour cream waffles. Oh, everything there was amazing. Yes. Amazing. And you can get everything there. Side note. Yes. You are paying for your meal. So ask them to order a little yeah. bit of everything. Mm-hmm. Keep it coming. Um, I don't know. We kind of accidentally, well, not accidentally. It was the only reservation available. Um, I think we've brought this up before where we watched the uh, Harmonious show from the balcony over Top at of, uh, uh-huh, Topolinos. Topolinos. Yeah. And it was just the 
perfect timing and the perfect, you know, appetizer <laughs> for our dinner. It was lovely. Um, but yeah, I'd be doing that. And then, ooh, a third. You said three, right? Three. So those are technically two. Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I'll tell you my three. I think my three would be dinner at California Grill because of another viewing of Happily Ever After. But also, Mm -hmm. honestly, it was next to Topolino's dinner. It was one of the best meals I've had on property. Topolino's breakfast because you get to meet Minnie Mouse and feel like a princess eating breakfast. So I'm going to steal both of yours breakfast. And then y'all, I'm calling kids night out to come to my hotel room and take care of my child. That is an offering that you can ask your travel agent about (laughs) babysitter so that Kyle and I are going to Victoria and Albert's. Really? Oh yeah. See, I like, I'm totally for it. Like that that is so luxurious, but there's a point where I feel like that's too luxurious for me. Not a thing. You know what I mean? Like, am I even qualified to know how to eat there? Like, I don't know what freaking fork to use first. (laughs) I'm from Connecticut. Like I'm not from like. Start on the outside and work your way in. Yes. I learned that on Titanic. Right? Like, I'm not from, like, London. I don't know how to have freaking tea time here. No. they. I mean, if you've read the menu, I've read the menu a few too many times for never having eaten there. But uh, they bring in what's fresh for that season. You can get a table where the chef basically talks you through everything. I need to do it, Kyle. If you hear this, I need to do it. You need to go. You need to go talking to his phone so that <laughs> <laughs> he starts getting targeted ads. <laughs> <laughs> Victoria and Alberts. Victoria and Alberts. Victoria and Alberts. Observation for two. <laughs> Maybe sitting at Disney World. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. We have used Kids Night Out. We loved it. <laughs> So yeah, those are what my three would be. Anna, what are you Uh, thinking for that third one? I don't know. I don't know. I was not prepared to be asked for extra something different. (laughs) Well, we can use Ravello for yours. I mean, those are so high. High lugs. I mean, we almost ate there one time, remember? We did. So close. But I'm not mad at Topolino's. No, no, that, that was, was that. Yeah, oh, good. That, that was the same time we opted for for Topolino's over. I think it was Ravello, right? Yeah, yes. no, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> we are those people that held on to both <laughs> reservations. We, I made the Topolino's reservation like the night before. <laughs> well, and to be fair, Ravello's reservations are not made on the Disney site. So I was not hoarding dining reservations. <laughs> I made them on open table. So there was a rhyme and a reason for it. And then we let go of Ravello's and went to Double yeah. House. And you know what? Now they have that awesome two hour cancellation window. So if yeah. you can't make up your mind, you're able to ditch them. So then 
last but not least, what activities are you sprinkling in that are going to make your trip the most luxurious? Definitely a little spa moment at the Grand Flow. (laughs) Absolutely. And then I'm going to go on like a little horseback riding adventure at the Tri-Circle D. And then after that, after I go a little horseback riding, I'm going to do the trek at Animal Kingdom. I think a lot of people don't know that those exist. They're under they the have- tours and VIP experiences over at uh-huh. Animal Kingdom. And they have the different ones that you can take in Animal Kingdom. Like, I don't have the list of what they're called, but there's an elephant one. I know that for sure. There's kind of a multi-experience. Very cool. cool. Yeah. Anna, what are you sprinkling in? Besides your Four Seasons Spa. I mean, that is kind of what I'm going to have time for. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'm going to be very specific about what I get at the spa. It'll probably be like some kind of exfoliating treatment <laughs> to get all of the park germs off of my dead skin <laughs> cells. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, I'm I don't need a ton of extras. As long as I'm somewhere luxurious, I am I will lay there. You're I will feeling use good. Their steam rooms. I will use their you know, all of the things that their spa offers. Luxury. 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 Yeah. Luxury. Now, this is actually, I mean, I know we're kind of speaking in hypotheticals here, but this is actually something I've been thinking a lot about. I don't know whether I would throw all of the things in one trip, but I think I think I need if you're to do going all, all of these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, I would be happy doing one luxurious thing for, you know, trip, like sprinkling it and here and there, but, uh, yeah, because the thing is what you go to a Hawaiian resort for what you go to a Sandustin or 30A vacation for you can do those things in Disney World on top of being able to go to the parks and feel that magic. It's all offered. There's just not an actual beach. No, and I don't need the beach right. personally. And a lot of people <laughs> but don't. you could kind of have the beach if you stayed at the Grand Flow or Polly. You could. <laughs> That's true. Or a Disney cruise. Yeah. Or a Disney cruise. Ooh, or like a a land and sea split stud. We love a land and sea. Love uh-huh. it. Check back with me in July. I'll let you know how it goes. I can't wait. It's going to be luxury at its best. I think I too would do a Grand Floridian spa situation. I also think I would want to do a firework cruise. Oh. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going to fit that in, in the schedule that I gave earlier. It's a lot of fireworks, but... Are you hoping Kyle will propose? (laughs) Alex, let us know. Is it worth it? Um, But the 
firework cruises, they look so fun and romantic. Luxurious. Yeah. See, I need it. Speaking from personal experience. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Alex we know like, Alex done that <laughs> lived my best luxurious life check. already check this is me every trip <laughs> check my proposal on my Instagram <laughs> yeah that's good well awesome I feel like in talking about this we have shown our listeners all you lovely people out there how luxury a trip to Walt Disney World can be right down to the products they put in the bathroom right down to the cast members and how they treat you the beaches they are lake beaches but they are white sandy beaches the pools with the pool bars you can have a little umbrella in your pina colada it is pure luxury if that's what you're looking for, if that's the vacation that you want to take. And if you'd like more information on any of these activities or reservations or, excuse me, the restaurants or the resorts, reach out to us because we love a good luxurious vacation at Walt Disney World and we can help you plan your best life at the theme parks. And we will live vicariously through you. Yes, every last detail. <laughs> Send an email to the T at the D at gmail.com. Cool. So with that, you can like us and follow us on our Instagram, the T at the D. You can follow me on my personal Instagram at how far I'll go travel. You can follow me, Anna, at Twin Mom on Main Street on Instagram. And you can follow me on Instagram at Happily Ever After Alexandra. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.